say you met a millionaire Mm -hmm. and he was like, listen, we want to do a prenup. So if we were to ever get divorced, you get nothing. Well, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) This is Almost Prepared, the podcast where you'll laugh, you'll learn and get through life one day at a time with Jamie and Victoria. I'm so excited that we're back recording. I haven't seen you in so long. How you doing? I know. Can you hear the baby crying in the background? Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is my new normal, Jamie. This is. <laughs> yeah. My husband has them, FYI. Okay. I'm not just letting the baby cry. <laughs> well, that's a thing, right? To uh, let your baby cry themselves to sleep. There's a, the word for that where you're supposed to like not coddle them or something. Oh, whatever. I coddle him hard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So before we get into it, I I wanted to start off the show. I had a little clip here I wanted to play for you. Oh, gosh. That's how I feel about recording again, because we took about almost a month off. Yeah give birth and take care of the baby and yourself and kind of get back into the swing of things. So how are you doing? I'm not going to lie. Recovery has been hard. I feel like not a lot of women talk about how difficult it uh, really is, but every day gets a little bit better. And that's what I have to just tell myself to get through the day. Because like you go through the whole birth and then the recovery after is hard. Mm -hmm. And then your emotions and your hormones are all over the place. So Mm -hmm. usually around eight o'clock at night, I'm just exhausted. And then I just cry and Garrett's like, hey, now you need to go to bed. Like this is like, (laughs) this is time for you to go to sleep now because you've had enough. But yeah. And then just, I got mastitis on top of everything else, which is just like my breast was swollen and I had a fever and I had to mm-hmm. go I'm on antibiotics so it's just like one thing after another but we're good this is week three now of recovery so we're on the downhill slope or uphill slope I don't it's, know we're doing better it's the up and up I think is the phrase the up and up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. a downward slope is better <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not running on that many hours of sleep Jamie okay <laughs> yeah this is true you know it's uh, first congratulations on giving birth to your baby Thank you. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know how mothers do this. I don't know how women do this. It's just a lot to go through every single day. Oh, I have no idea. And I'm so grateful for my husband because I've hardly changed any diapers. Like he's (laughs) changed them all. Like he will burp coal. Like I'm just so lucky because it is such a partnership. You need a good support person or a husband or whatever to help you get through it. Cause it's a, it's a lot, especially when you're Mm -hmm. recovering and you're healing. Like, um, do you want to hear the story? The birth story? Of course. Tell us, (laughs) please. Is, wait, is there, are there gross parts about it? Oh, I don't know. It's it's all natural, right? <laughs> that means yes, but okay, I'll, I'll listen. Go ahead, go ahead. So I was late, like I was oh past my due date mm-hmm. and they were going to induce me on Tuesday and Sunday morning I woke up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. with like the sudden urge to poop my pants. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> that was like the first like contraction. And mm-hmm. so I like went back to bed and then at around four o'clock, I was like, Ooh, there's another contraction. And I woke up and I was bleeding Oh, and I'm like, and so I woke up Garrett and I was like, yo, like we got to go. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know if bleeding is normal, which I found out later. Like, yeah, bleeding's fine. It's just a change in my cervix. Okay. Um, but we're an hour and a half away from the hospital. 
Right. So we get my dog, we put her in the car, we drive her to my in-laws, drop her off at like 4.20 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Garrett hauls ass. We arrive at the hospital an hour later. Mm-hmm. We get Damn. checked in <laughs> at 5.20. The nurse uh, checked me and she's like, oh, you're five centimeters dilated, but you know what? This is your first. This is going to take like a long time. And mm-hmm. I turned to Garrett and I was like, this baby's coming before noon. I just knew it fast forward. I'm like bouncing on the ball. Like the contractions are now like every two minutes, mm-hmm. um, I'm driving to the hospital. Garrett was timing my contractions and I was like, they're every five minutes. Right. Cause like they tell you to come into the hospital when they're every five minutes and Garrett's right. like, yeah, yeah. Every five minutes. No, they weren't. They were like three to like four minutes. Like they were getting <sighs> so much closer, but he didn't want to freak me out. Right. Right. So anyways, arrive at the hospital. She's like, yeah, yeah, this is going to take a lot. I'm breathing through the contractions. Fine. The mm-hmm. doctor isn't even there yet. He arrives at eight. 830. Oh my God. Text me. Mm-hmm. I'm nine centimeters dilated. Yeah. And he's like, oh wow, this like baby's coming like quick. He takes out this like chopstick out of this like pack and he's like, hey, I'm gonna break your water. So he broke my water. Okay. And then I started pushing at around 915. And at 1027, he was born. No drugs, Jamie. I guess you didn't have time to get the uh I did not have time <laughs> for the epidural, Jamie. I did not have time. No one should feel a head and two shoulders coming out of their vag. Yeah. (laughs) Telling you now, it was fucking scary. Uh, On a scale of one to 10, how much did that hurt? I can't even describe to you like the pain. It was unbelievable. Like, so... I squatted for 45 minutes in labor like an idiot. Mm. Like like I'd been training and squatting my entire life, which yeah. I have not been. My body was just naturally wanting to go into a squat position. So it was mm. like hanging over this bar, squatting. And then finally my legs were like, just like shaking. And so I'm yeah. like, okay, I gotta go on my back. So like I pushed the rest of him out on my back. Yeah, It was insane, Jamie. And then after the whole thing, birth the placenta and mm-hmm. then I kind of wanted to see the placenta afterwards which is really interesting and then I was like hey no like take it away like I don't want to see this anymore like I'm mm-hmm. getting like a little lightheaded then they moved me to like the other room and when I stood up I fainted Jamie right oh, away wow. Garrett said I was out for like 10 seconds my eyes were wide awake I had the most vivid dream I was either seeing the light and seeing my relatives yeah or I was just <laughs> having a crazy dream So I don't fucking know, Jamie. Birth is wild, okay? You didn't eat the placenta, right? No. I'm not barbecuing this up or making burritos with it or (laughs) planting it in the backyard and putting a tree on top of it. I would have all the animals in my yard. I always hear birthing stories where people are going into labor and they're in labor for like 10, 15, 20 hours just waiting and waiting. And you Mm -hmm. were like, this baby's coming and the doctor would need you to get here because you popped him out like that. It was a really quick labor and mm-hmm. um, any women out there who, you know, want to birth a baby, um, I would 100% recommend the epidural <laughs> <laughs> or some type of medication to get you through. Well, now you'll know for baby number two. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute, okay? <laughs> Let's get personal, personal. Let's get personal, personal. Jamie, my question for you, because I feel like we haven't seen each other or talked to each other in a really long time. Like, how's your summer going? Summer's been kind of boring this year, to be honest. I bought a house. The house went through. Everything's been great with that. So we move in next week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's so exciting. But oh, my gosh, when you buy a house, you don't have any more money. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's all those like hidden fees, like the lawyer mm-hmm. fees and all those like little fees that just add up yeah. so fast. You know, yeah. title fees and all this stuff. And then, of course, you got to you got to pay for utilities. So we had to turn on the water and the power. And I was like, how do people do this? Where's all the money coming from? Because it's all gone. It's all gone. Very slowly. Very, mm-hmm. very like we've been in our house now for four years and we finally are at a place where like we have everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It takes a long time. And I feel like social media kind of blows everything out of proportion too. Cause you look at these homes that people are living in and they're like 27 years old and you're like, how, 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 yeah. how do they have all this? But that's so unrealistic. Like you guys are a young couple. Like it's going to take a while. I'm realizing that, especially after going furniture shopping and seeing the price of stuff. So um, summer's been great because the weather's been amazing, <laughs> but now I don't have any money. So that's awesome too. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be good. And know what's good about your house is that you're pretty much moving into a home that doesn't need any renos. That's true. But I also like having money. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that is true. Okay. So my question for you, I feel like we really just got to know you with your whole birthing story. So I'm like, how much more personal can we get? (laughs) Okay. If you had to eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Tacos. You answered that so quickly. Well, who doesn't love tacos? If you think about it, you can have shrimp tacos, pulled mm-hmm. pork tacos, beef tacos, chicken tacos, you know, all different types of tacos. So I feel like mm-hmm. you won't really get sick of them. Plus, you can have them hard shell, soft shell, the like corn shells. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although I've had this debate before where a soft shell taco is really just a burrito. But like, have you ever been to Mexico and the way that they make their tortilla shells? <laughs> Did you say tortilla? Tortilla. <laughs> Jamie, I'm running on a couple hours of sleep, okay? <laughs> it reminded me of there's an episode of Family Guy where they're like the whitest people. They're like, I'm tackles, tackles on a corn tortilla. <laughs> oh, the worst, right? I will be the first to admit it. That it's just the worst. But love, love a good taco with a margarita. I thought you were going to say pizza. Really? It's kind of like a taco because you can put like endless yeah. toppings on it. Pizza technically has a lot of the major food groups because there's mm-hmm. milk and there's vegetables. And I don't even know the food groups, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we're both a little out of it, okay? <laughs> it's been a long time, right, guys? Like, give us a couple weeks. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, perusing around TikTok and everything for a while, and there's been a lot of crazy new food trends that were coming out this summer. And this one is super, super sweet. People are eating frozen honey. Have you seen this? No, I haven't, but I am so intrigued because I love honey. So I, go ahead. I like it too. <laughs> there's a lot though. So you take a small plastic bottle and you fill it with honey and then you toss it in the freezer and then you take it out and let it thaw a little bit. And you push the bottle so that honey comes out of it like a squeeze tube. And then you eat chunks of honey and it's kind of like really chewy, kind of like a dessert. It sounds so good. Sign me up. Like, I'm, I'm going to try this. Would you really do this? Cold honey sounds so good. Yes. Okay. You know, I'm a candy connoisseur and I love yes. my sugar. I am picturing this and I, I'm getting like a sugar overload reading this story and being like, people are just eating frozen honey. Like, could you imagine if someone just took a spoonful of regular honey? You wouldn't do that. Oh, my sister does it all the time. Just eating spoonsfuls of honey? (laughs) Yes, it's so good. It's so good. (laughs) 
I am completely shocked right now. I've literally never done this before. It's so, oh, I can just picture me making a peanut butter sandwich, putting mm-hmm. some frozen honey on top of it. And I think that would be so good with some strawberries on top. Okay. Or, oh my God, frozen honey on ice cream. I feel like that would be so good. I think if you're mixing it with other things, I feel like it would be a lot better. I The concept of just eating frozen honey to me, that just sounds really weird. It, it's like a popsicle, but it's legit just pure honey. Pure honey. No. I know. It sounds good. Well, doctors are saying probably don't do this because a lot of people are getting diarrhea. Because... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? A third of people have an intolerance to fructose and honey is almost 50% fructose. And because you don't normally eat honey in that high amount, so people are getting sick from that. So basically, if you haven't pooped in a couple of days and you really need to, <laughs> take some frozen honey, eat away, and you will, it's like a natural laxative. You, you can gotta... put away the Restorlax, just bust out the frozen honey. People are sharing their unpopular opinions about marriage that most people probably don't agree with. Do you think each of these are good or do you think these are bad pieces of advice? Okay. So number one, plan for divorce before you tie the knot. They say prenup should be a standard thing everyone gets. And don't just think about whether you want kids with them. Also ask yourself if they're someone you could co-parent with if you split up. Well, first of all, Garrett and I both went into our marriage having zero dollars, right? Like, so <laughs> That's the easy our way. Our <laughs> prenup would have been, you know, who gets my Hyundai Elantra, you know? like Nobody wants that. <laughs> but I can see if you maybe if you're worth millions or billions of dollars, then mm-hmm. yeah, you probably would want a prenup. But if you're just average people like, you know, Garrett and I, like, why do you need a prenup? I had this conversation with Kyle Uh, at the beginning of our relationship, because I think that prenups are a good idea because it just protects each person. And I would say it no matter if I was the person with a lot of money or the person coming in with very little money, because I don't want you to think that I'm going to be with you for your money. I think it's normal to, to consider the possibility of splitting up. It's not bad to talk about it. So wait, if you say you met a millionaire. Mm hmm. And he was like, listen, we want to do a prenup. So if we were to ever get divorced, you get nothing. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's different because with the prenup, it's about what the person came into the relationship with. Well, that's what I mean. You would leave the relationship with nothing even after being with this millionaire. Well, if we made money within the relationship, that's different. Uh, that's that's uh-huh. that's where it's fine. So if, if, if he came in with t- $10 million, before mm-hmm. he met me, cool, that's all yours. But then if we were together and then you earned money while we're together, that's different. That doesn't cover the prenup. So that's what I'm okay with. That I'm fine with. <laughs> okay, I like how you just confirmed that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this one here. Married couples should have separate bank accounts and separate homes. That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. What do you mean separate homes if you're married? That's just called dating. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. Family shouldn't be too involved in a marriage, even if they mean well, it's not always a good for the relationship. I feel like to each their own, right? Like if you have really overbearing in-laws, then yeah, that would be hard. But I mean, my in-laws are so amazing. So 
I know on you both sides because they listen to our show. So <laughs> no, but I would say that either way, Jamie. I know, I know. You've Co- met them. They're, they're all wonderful. I know, I know. It's just it reminds me of like a fairy tale. I'm like, this is too good to be true. I'm waiting for something to be like, where's the evil stepsister, or where's like the wolf in sheep's clothing? Because everyone's too nice. I don't get it. No one should propose out of the blue. You should discuss it first so that no one gets disappointed or embarrassed. I totally agree with this. I agree about the proposal. Don't people talk about getting married prior to a proposal happening? Well, you would hope so. Yeah. I don't think you're just going to pop up. You're like, surprise, we've been dating for a week. You know, you want to get married. I think of it more of like making sure that you get the right size of the engagement ring and all that stuff and that you're on the same page prior to a proposal. I still think the proposal should be a surprise of when it happens, but you both know that it's going to happen at some point. So this is probably very old school for some people, but Garrett actually told my parents beforehand that he was going to propose. He didn't really like ask for permission per se. He was just like, Hey, like I'm going to be proposing to Victoria. Like, I guess, are you okay with that? And so he called my dad at work and my dad was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's like, "Uh, you can expect a call from Carol, which is my mom in like 10 to 15 minutes. So like, of course my dad got on the phone, called my mom and then my mom called Garrett too. But Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, would you be the one proposing to Kyle or would Kyle propose to you? Or like, what do you think would happen? We talked about that. We got into an argument about that because I always had this fantasy of someone proposing to me on like a yacht or something and be like this oh. crazy thing. Um, and he's like, you're older than me. You proposed to me. I was just like, ugh, ageism. I don't appreciate that. But yeah, I will probably do the proposing. And I think it's respectful to contact the parents, like just let them know and give them a heads up. I think it's more of a respect thing too. It's not Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm asking for like your daughter's hand in marriage because she's property. It's more just like, (laughs) hey, like I respect you and this is your daughter and or this is your son. And I just, you know, want to give you the heads up. I think back in the day they did it because it probably was a barter system because the daughter (laughs) came with like a cow or something like that, you know? Right. No, I'm, I'm all I'm worth is my Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> and no one still wants it. <laughs> no one still wants it. Dumb, da dum 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 Criminals. So you wouldn't think that there's anything dumber than driving drunk. And then people tend to surprise you. There's a guy in northern Michigan and he was on the highway and he decided while he was driving to start huffing laughing gas while he was behind the wheel. And then get this, there were three other people in the car, including two kids with him. Oh, my God. So as soon as he huffed it, he passed out and he drove across the median and then he smashed through a yield sign. And then he woke up, swerved back onto the median, and then managed to stop the car before anything else happened. So the firefighters were able to get them out. They had to use the jaws of life, and no one had any serious injuries. And the cops arrested him for driving under the influence. That is terrible. And I hope those kids are taken away from him, because he does not sound like he is in the right state of mind to be a parent. Like, that is insane. Like, I just trying to get in your mind, why are you huffing laughing gas not only in a car, but like while you're driving with other people in the car. Like, why? Where do you even find laughing gas from? I think dentists. You can get it from a dentist. 
I know, but like... <laughs> More like a black market. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you must have got it from the black... Because it's not like you can just go to Rexall or shoppers and be like, hey, like, can I have some laughing gas? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe there's like a, an online retailer, like my wholesale candy. Maybe they have like wholesale <laughs> gas for sale. I don't know. Oh, wholesale medical supplies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a really a thing. I'm but... sure it is too. But I feel like you would have to show some sign of like proof that you are a medical professional, mm-hmm. not just Joe Blow. <laughs> who's huffing some laughing gas while driving on the highway too just i don't get people this is like i know that this guy's from northern michigan but i feel mm-hmm. like this is a florida story right i was waiting to see like he was originally born in florida I just happened to be driving <laughs> through michigan or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh my gosh no way say what This can't be real. They say never order spaghetti on a date, but not for this reason. A couple in Florida was sitting down for a nice spaghetti dinner and having some drinks when they started arguing, and eventually it turned into a food fight. They both ended up smashing a plate of spaghetti into each other's faces. Uh, Someone called the police, and when the police showed up, they were covered in spaghetti, and both of them are now facing charges of domestic battery. (laughs) Oh. oh my god. See, this is what I expect from people in Florida. Just doing the most random things ever. You know what? At least it's not a taco, because I feel like a taco getting smashed in your face would hurt a lot more than spaghetti. It depends on the noodles or in how they were cooked. Maybe they were like super al dente, so they were still oh. hard. <laughs> they didn't cook their pasta for hard for long enough. Yeah. When was the last time that you got into a food fight? Maybe when oh. you were like in kindergarten or something? Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to picture someone getting so angry that you're going to take your food, spaghetti, and just put it in your partner's face because you're that angry about something. Well, and I also know how seriously like you take your food, Jamie. Mm-hmm. So the fact that someone is wasting spaghetti, perfectly good spaghetti, but probably a nice meat sauce. People in Florida, now we're just wasting food. Although I just love the imagery of the cops answering the door and they open and they're just covered in spaghetti. (laughs) And then that's the point where they're like, hey, I've seen it all. Yeah. (laughs) We should just have a cop. I just want to hear their stories of the things that they see and experience on an everyday basis. What we think is crazy, they're like, that's a Tuesday for us guys. And now it's time for five random, random, random facts. There are only two countries in the world that don't have a holiday celebrating their Independence Day or the day they became a nation. It's the UK and Denmark. So they're not bragging. Good for them. Number two, movie previews are called trailers because they were originally shown at the end of movies. The name stuck even once they started showing them first. Beck thought the song Loser was mediocre and didn't want to release it as a single, but his record label did it anyways and it went on to be his biggest hit so far. Before David Letterman got his late night show, he had a morning show on NBC called The David Letterman Show. It lasted from June 23rd to October 24th, 1980. Vincent van Gogh's famous painting, The Starry Night, is actually the view from the room of his asylum in France. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> didn't know that he was crazy like that. Good for him. This has been today's edition of... One, two, three, four, five. Random, random, random facts. facts. 
so the hard part about doing a show now is we both have to work around the baby schedule. So <laughs> a little tougher to do it because I'm like, yep, yeah, I hear that baby cry in the background and you got some some leakage happening up there. So <laughs> my boobs are leaking, Jamie. The baby's crying. He needs to eat. It's just, it's chaos over here. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the next ooh, 17, 18 years of your life. <laughs> oh my God. He won't be breastfeeding for that long. <laughs> really? <don't laughs> Could you imagine? If you told me that you had an 18 year old that was breastfeeding, I'd be like, we cannot do a show anymore. We can't we talk. We need to anymore. talk. We need to talk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like as soon as he starts having some teeth, I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? I think I may be done. Yeah. Get that bottle and that pacifier and be like, here you go. You're on your own. I'm scared for my nips more than anything <laughs> for them to get bitten off. <laughs> well, you go feed your baby. I'm glad that you're doing okay. And I'm excited to be back. And whenever we get to do this again, we'll talk to you then. Ciao, ciao.